Coming up is some important information from Malane and Lindsay solicitors of 191 Mile Street Tea Gardens. Phone 49287300. Good morning and welcome to Michelle Rumpf, Licensed Conveyancer with Malane and Lindsay. Commonly used terminology when buying or selling properties and cooling off explanations is what Michelle will be speaking about. Okay, Michelle, what is exchange of contracts? The exchange of contracts takes place when the parties are ready to enter into a contract. It's a process whereby the vendor's representative will compare both contracts as signed by the vendor and the purchaser to ensure they are identical. Then they'll also confirm the agreed deposit is held by the agent and the purchaser's representative has provided a certificate waiving the cooling off period. And once all of these items are in order and the contracts are identical, they are then dated and the vendor will hold the purchaser's signed and dated contract and the purchaser will hold the vendor's signed and dated contract. And this is known as exchange of contracts. When you exchange contracts, you can do it either unconditionally or under a cooling off period. If you exchange under unconditionally, you should always have the contract reviewed and at that time negotiate any changes that may be needed or you need to understand the terms and conditions. You also need to know the title of the property and if there are any easements and covenants that affect anything that you may want to do with the property. There's a planning certificate from council which outlines the zoning and what can and can't be done with your property. And there's also a, a location of the sewer. And that's important because you need to know where the sewer is and, and keep in mind if there's any sewer or easements, things like that, that might affect you, say, putting in a swimming pool or something like that. Or if there's any building over the sewer, it should have an approval by the relevant water authority and that's important as well to make sure that's all in place. You should also have be satisfied with the property and that you have completed pest and building or strata inspections. Your finance should be unconditionally approved. This means your approval can't be subject to something such as evaluation. If it's not unconditionally approved at the time of entering into the contract, then you risk the lender retracting the finance, which would leave you in a position where you cannot complete the contract and you would have to forfeit your deposit. You should also factor in stamp duty and other costs involved with the, any purchase. If you enter into a contract unconditionally, then you have no cooling off period and you are bound by the terms of the contract. And if you can't complete again, you will forfeit the 10% deposit or whatever deposit you have paid. And unconditional exchanges are generally done by the solicitor and not the selling agent. So how does cooling off work? You can enter into a contract under cooling off and a standard cooling off period under a contract is five business days. However, it can be extended by agreement. It's quite common for a purchaser to need 10 business days to get their finance in order. Cooling off is a good way for a purchaser to secure a property as long as they are aware that they have to forfeit 0.25% of the asking price if they decide not to proceed. And it also allows the purchaser to do their pre-purchase inspections and get their finance in order without the risk of being gazumped by another buyer that might come in and offer more money just keeps it off the market and secure for them. In the cooling off period, a purchaser can pull out of the contract at any time for any reason. And from a vendor's perspective, whilst it takes the property off the market and the vendor cannot pull out, they're actually locked in. The purchaser would generally not want to forfeit any money, so they are possibly less likely to walk away from the deal. We'll be back after a short break with Malane and Lindsay solicitors. 
What is a Section 66W certificate? This is a certificate which is used to waive any cooling off period under the contract for sale. The purchaser's conveyancer or solicitor must explain to the purchaser clearly that they will be entering the contract unconditionally with no cooling off period in order for them to sign the certificate. And then the purchaser's representative will provide that signed certificate to the vendor's representative when submitting the contract for exchange and this will waive the purchaser's cooling off rights. The purchaser will then enter the contract unconditionally unless the contract is subject to any other conditions. What is VOI? VOI is short for Verification of Identity. We are now required by law to verify the identity of any person who is transacting in real property. Uh, When a person is selling property, we must also confirm they have the right to deal with the property. And this will be done by the VOI and other proof that they are the owner, such as copy of council rate notice and the like. And regardless of whether you've known that client for 20 odd years or so, we still have to complete a VOI for each person involved in the transaction and it has to be current for two years. And if it's out of date after the two years, you buy or sell another property, then we VOI you again and and it just continues every two years, regardless of, I know a lot of clients say, Oh, but I've known my solicitor, I've been with him for 30 years, and it's like, yes, we he knows who you are or she knows who you are, but unfortunately that is now the law and that's what we have to do. With identification fraud being quite rampant, it's very important to complete the VOI as well. And since last October, paper certificates of title are no longer valid and all titles are held electronically. So you can't even walk in with your old paper certificate of title, which we had to look at and we had to have and we had to hand over to any buyer. Now it's all done electronically, so it's even more important to verify the identity, make sure you have the right to deal. And then all settlements now are done on PEXA, which is an electronic workspace. And the VOI is just a normal part of the process these days. It just has to be done. So my last question is, what is a certified copy? A certified copy is a copy which is basically verified by a qualified witness. So if we need to certify identification or forms of ID like certificates, marriage certificates, birth certificates, anything like that, it is required to be certified, which means that the qualified witness, which is, you know, it's a solicitor, a justice of the peace, quite a a list of qualified witnesses. I think some doctors and those sort of people are also qualified witness, but they have to actually cite the original document and then they stamp their confirmation on that copy to say that it's a true and correct copy of the original cited. And again, that's basically what we we use a lot of the time to verify people as well. We have to verify their identification. Malane and Lindsay are proud sponsors of Mile Coast Radio.